531, Sunny 101.5, the Jack and Tracy Show. Morning. Morning. Had frost on my windows this morning coming in. (sighs) I guess that's bound to happen. Yeah, it's sign of the season, but it doesn't doesn't make it any more fun. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it doesn't, but there it is. And uh, today we do have a frost advisory in effect for Elkhart, Kosciuszko, LaGrange, and Fulton counties. Otherwise, um, hard to believe, but we will see 60 today with partly sunny skies, so we just have to be a little patient. Nice. And it'll be okay. Good. Did you have a good weekend? Oh, every weekend's a good weekend. You know what? I know you did. No truer words have been spoken. Yeah, I really did. It was a lot of fun. We went to uh, visit my daughter at uh, Indiana University, Bloomington. Bloomington, uh, yeah. yeah. Just beautiful there. The leaves are just starting to change. You know, Mm -hmm. you're not in full color yet. But gosh, we could not have ordered up a more picture-perfect weekend, especially, you know, we went to the game on Saturday, and while the results of the game aren't what you wish they were, (laughs) it was a very good first half, and it was just gorgeous, you know, like we're out there in sweatshirts that were almost a little warm because it was just sunny and gorgeous, Mm -hmm. and yeah, just a a perfect weekend. Then you saw Mellencamp walking down the street. I did. (laughs) Were you surprised when I sent you that picture? Um... No, because that's that's his air. That's his stomping grounds. I, you know, but good. I don't know. Somebody who lives there told me he sold his home there. Oh, did he? Okay, I, I didn't know that. But yeah. Anyway, it was a cool sighting. I did not get out of the car. I'm like, we're driving down there, and you know, all of a sudden, and there's well, a I'm, lot of traffic and cars everywhere, and I'm going, wait a minute, yeah. wait a minute. There's John Mellencamp yeah, and his girlfriend. Pull over. I'm glad you didn't talk to him because he wouldn't <laughs> have remembered me. I'm telling you. Uh, it's 5.33, and here we go. Let's get it started. Sunny 101.5 with Tell Me Something Good. Tell me something good. Tell me something good. 6.14. Here's Tracy. Thanks, Jack. Well, six sisters who've battled homelessness with their parents for the past 10 years have refused to let their ordeal stop them from pursuing their dream of becoming nurses. So the nightmare started for the Lawrence family and these six sisters. All of them wanted to be be nurses? Yes. Yeah, the the nightmare started in 2013 when their parents, David and Yanetta, lost their home in the New York City borough of Queens. Mm -hmm. And they started hopping from the home of one family member or friend to the next. The girls say it was really challenging, to say the least. Well, two years into this, uh, David, their dad, told his daughters, um, well, he knew they'd been struggling to attend school while moving every few months. And he just didn't want their situation to keep them from getting an education. So he enrolled the six oldest sisters, who were then in their late elementary and middle school years, in a homeschool program, just with the dreams of one day earning their GED. He said Mm -hmm. he didn't want what we were going through to hold them back. And boy, nothing did hold them back. Not only did the six oldest Lawrence sisters all earn their GEDs in 2019, they also attended community college. I graduated there two years later, and they uh, went on to uh, earn their bachelor's degrees in public health 
back in May. Way to go. Well, now, and get this, the sisters who are now 19 to 25 years old say they're just getting started. This past August, they began a master's program in public health, and they're going to head to nursing school after that. Mm-hmm. So the proud dad says, I'm so happy that they've done this together. I always tell them life's not there, and when it throws you a curveball, you just got to adjust you, you, and keep going. You just knock it out of the park. That's wow. What you do. <laughs> isn't that isn't No, that, that is. Cool. It's an incredible story because you know how challenging that would be? Oh, my oh gosh. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. And moving from school to school. Right. And, you know, trying to keep up with classes and new situations. And so, I mean, how awesome of him to say, okay, we, we got to do something else, even though, you know, life has been so difficult for us. We need mm-hmm. to somehow keep you in school. And clearly, uh, it has worked for them. So, better days ahead. and scandal radio paparazzi on sunny 101.5 657 here's tracy thanks jack well it's a pretty unusual turn of events brett michaels from poison adopted a dog with his name from the Nebraska Humane Society. So the shelter had shared the story of a husky they named Brett Michaels, who had saved a kitten's life through a blood transfusion. Word got around to the Brett Michaels, who loved the story, and he wanted to chat with them. Well, one phone call later, that husky is going to be living the rock star life from here on out. (laughs) That's great. The singer told People Magazine he couldn't be more honored to adopt his namesake Pooch. And the shelter said they can't wait to see how he thrives in his new home. They just hope it doesn't get too confusing when someone tells Brett Michaels to fetch. (laughs) Well, Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood recently spent the week working with Habitat for Humanity, hosting the Jimmy and Rosalind Carter Work Project in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. They built 27 single-family affordable homes. The famous couple said they fell in love with Habitat in 07 after Katrina fell in love with the Carters and working alongside them for 15 years. And they say admired by the Carters in many ways, their humanity, humbleness and work ethic and even the way they bicker to get things done right. thought that was cute. (laughs) The former president and first lady launched Habitat back in 1984. And Habitat CEO Jonathan Reckford says they're really grateful that Garth and Tricia are carrying on that amazing legacy. Well, the Chris Rock Kevin Hart documentary is coming to Netflix. It was filmed last July when Hart and Rock headlined five shows in New York and New Jersey The documentary is called Kevin Hart and Chris Rock Headliners Only and premieres December 12th on Netflix. Mm. Well, the first full trailer for the movie Ferrari has arrived. Adam Driver stars as Enzo Ferrari, the ex-Formula One racer who built his own factory and established the Ferrari brand. The film depicts the mogul's professional and personal lives colliding and showcases the stakes that Enzo and his wife Laura had to deal with on their way to the top. 
The film, set in 1957, also stars Penelope Cruz and Shailene Woodley. Ferrari races into theaters this Christmas. All right. Well, speaking of the theaters, Taylor Swift's concert film defeated a Oscar contender at the movies this weekend. Swift's era tour pulled in $32.4 million at the box office, winning the ticket race for a second straight week. Coming in second place, Killers of the Flower Moon. It's a Martin Scorsese film starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. Yeah. Uh, that one felt short with $23 million. Well, up against uh, her. That's what, a tough, you know, yeah, exactly. That's a tough get. <laughs> the rest of the top five films included Exorcist the Believer, Paw Patrol 2, and a re-release of Nightmare Before Christmas. I do want to see that Scorsese movie, though. Oh, I'm Saw sure. the trailer for it, yeah. Look good? Mm. Yeah. All righty. Today um, uh-huh. is Slap Your Annoying Coworker Day. <laughs> we'll be slapping <laughs> myself, obviously, because there's no one here. All right. Well, that's why I stayed away. I knew, yeah. I, knew I had to be careful. And uh, it is Weird Al Yankovic's birthday. Weird Al's birthday. <laughs> That's one of my faves, my little polka face. But I'm going to say 60. Uh, 65. 64. 64. Next year, you just wait, Weird Al. You're going to know it. All right. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds. Another one of my favorites, Ryan Reynolds. Love his movies. I um, can't wait for the Deadpool next Deadpool to come. You know, out. and he just seems like just such a good guy, fun, mm-hmm. funny. Well, and plus he's still pretty young, man. He's not even uh, he's not even fifty yet. He's about forty eight. Forty seven. Forty seven. Boy, you've been doing that a lot lately. You're just know, off just by one. Off, just off. <laughs> you know, I've heard that or said that about me a lot. You're just off a just a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. And Nancy Grace. And Nancy Grace. Hmm, see. Nancy Grace is uh 60. I'm going to say 60. 64. 64. Okay, that's enough. Yep, you're good. <laughs> sunny, sunny. 101.5. Sunny 101.5 with Jack and Tracy's Life Hacks. 740. All right. I like my life hack a lot. Oh, good. You want to be a little happier, Jack? No, I'm as happy as I can be. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) But, uh, you know, do you want to do what's more important to you? Mm -hmm. Stop saying or thinking, I'm too busy for whatever it is. Like, let's say to go go to dinner with a friend. Uh I mean, how many times do you think, I'm too busy for blah, blah, blah. Right, right. Replace that phrase, I'm too busy for, with it is not my priority to have a dinner with a friend. Oh. So from I'm too busy to it's not my priority to, 
that'll really make you question how you're actually spending your time and whether that's <laughs> man oh man this is heavy it's getting deep this it's is getting deep, deep but you it's so true it. when you put it that way like mm -hmm. you can't say i'm too busy to have a dinner with a friend this week it's like it's not my priority to have dinner with a friend no no you're gonna change that i see you get it i get it positive mm-hmm well, mine, I have no idea how they know this. And I'd like to know who did the research on this, but this is what they say. Did you know that playing classical music will actually make your plants grow faster? Who's do, who did the, this research on this? Really? Studies have shown that classical music enhances plant growth by nutrient absorption and improved metabolic processes. The vibrations and frequencies in classical tunes create a harmonious environment that encourages plant cells to open up and absorb nutrients more efficiently. Who? It, no. Wow. Now, on the other hand, check this out. Rock music can have a detrimental effect. A detrimental effect, effect oh, on yes. your plants. Causing plants that will do a disruptive frequencies. So if you put your rock music in there, that's why your plants are all dying. All right. So <laughs> know what your plants want when you when you grow. There, there you go. So the next time uh, you're tending your garden, consider giving your plants a little symphony. <laughs> there you go. There wow. You go. Jack and Tracy's life hacks, making life just a little bit easier. Life. Sunny 101.5, 751, time for the Monday edition of Go Figure. All right. An inspection team working at a Delaware house for demolition made a surprising discovery. A message written on a beer bottle and concealed inside a wall since 1955. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love stuff like that. You know, me and a neighbor did um, something similar. <clears throat> We, you know, we buried uh, some pictures and stuff in a, you know, mm -hmm. underneath the house. It'll probably never be discovered. But <laughs> anyway, that one, this did. It's cool. An inspector identified only as David said he was uh, conducting a hazardous material survey ahead of the home's planned demolition when he and his team found the Gunther beer bottle inside a wall. A message written on the bottle reads... This bottle was put here by the plumber on 325.55. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> he said the rest of the team was similarly fascinated. The whole inspection team was surprised, and uh, the team was relieved to find that the bottle was actually empty. Yeah, so the guy didn't waste the beer. That's a good thing. <laughs> See, he's not a wasteful. Oh, this plumber yeah. is not a wasteful person. Once we realized it was an empty bottle, uh, we thought it was pretty cool. Then we noticed the note on it and was really, really blown away. We all stopped working to admire it and speculate about its origin, the plumber, and what was going on in the year 1955 when all the, uh, they took photos of it to show friends. So there you go. I would be, I'd be, I think that's cool stuff. <laughs> really that's do. so cool. Especially if they find the guy who did it, you know. <laughs> I thought about when we were redoing our kitchen. Yeah. The, unfortunately, <laughs> well, no, I was thinking, gosh, I should, you know, when we oh, did some of the work, I should right. put a, you know, like plastic skeleton or something in there and just really freak somebody out well, someday. You know a lot of people have done that or, you know. That yeah, it's just cool when, yeah. you know, I mean, it's cool to laugh at it in pictures. Let's put it that way. <laughs> right.
Go figure. <laughs>